0: If you're the kind of dad who can binge watch 50 episodes of his new favorite series in a weekend and on Sunday night said, you know, I got a lot done, then this is the podcast for you. And we are your binge-worthy podcast. We are the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We are the stars of the show. Coach Randy, that's him. Adam D., that's me. And welcome you, the listener, for Season 3, Episode 2, The
1: Walking Dad. The Walking Dad. I'm real excited for the show, Adam. Give, Give a little sense of what our listeners get to... Look forward to today. So our guest today is going to be Ali Devore, he's a neighbor of
0: mine. And he's had a really interesting life in entertainment. He pursued his dream of screenwriting, went out to L.A. and uh, and played the game. You know, everyone knows, I guess, through movies or maybe knowing somebody who knows somebody in the entertainment industry. You, you, you have to play the game, you have to network, you have to be talented, of course, but you have to do things in, in certain channels that, that Hollywood expects you to do. But uh, now he is a digital executive at AMC, which has some of the hottest binge-worthy franchises, including The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, it's a global phenomenon based on a, a graphic. And he's involved I mean, with that show, right? He is, uh, you know, kind of helping out with the side, or producing, helping to produce the side features. Oh. How, uh, I...
1: I, I... I Tell our listeners, how did you meet this guy?
0: So he's a neighbor of mine. Yes. Lives in my development. And I've, I've known him for a little while because Perry, my daughter, and uh, Charlie, his daughter, are friends and have yeah. been friends for some time. But and then we both got dogs roughly around the same time, so we see each other walking our dogs. But what I, 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 I'm always amused by this family is his name is Allie. His real mm-hmm. name is Alexander. He, so he goes by Allie. Yeah. And then his wife is Reggie. Reggie, yes. And then his daughter is Charlie. <laughs> and then his son... Huh? Uh, Jack.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So he's get the name. Yeah. Uh, So they throw you off a little bit. (laughs) A little bit. But uh, again, you you show your talents in getting uh, what I think are incredible guests. Thank you for your effort. Uh, And uh, part of what allows us to do the show is people who sponsor us. Sponsor us. Like maybe Becky Berman? Becky Berman. BermanCS.com. What an incredibly talented
0: sponsor we have. Graphic design, marketing, and of course she was the artist that gave us our mascot. Bone Daddy. Bone Daddy.
1: Season three, baby.
0: Season three. Three fingers up.
1: Three, three fingers, fingers up. up. Read one in the middle.
0: <laughs> so, you know, anywhere you go uh, digitally, mm-hmm. you're going to see the Bad to the Dad logo, which is Bone Daddy. And you saw the special version for the holidays with Bone mm-hmm. Daddy and a, a Santa hat. Mm-hmm. And of course, every season we have a new logo. And the New Year's. We
1: have the New Year's logo. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, indeed. And, oh, yeah. Uh, now we got Bone I mean, yeah. Daddy 3.
0: Bone Daddy Three, the uh, the the quickening. And no, I... that was that was uh, the Highland. Yeah,
1: but <laughs> and you hurry. were also got. Uh... We got love from uh... the tapinto.net yes.
0: network. Yeah, yes. Jessica and Danielle, thank you so much. You know, we were talking about maybe doing a uh, a sponsors episode yes. where we bring in our sponsors and love like that idea. Interview Becky, interview yeah. Jessica, interview Danielle, and of course we want to get the CEO of the tapinto.net mm-hmm. network. Mm-hmm. What is tapinto.net? It is a an online local news network. So if you live in New Jersey, pretty much every town in New Jersey, chances yes. are there is a tapinto.net channel for your town somewhere online and they've given us again a a wonderful platform to expose bad to the dad for all it is which is a podcast that celebrates suburban dad life both dads within our community in north jersey new york area as well as dads that live outside of our area that we meet at conferences conventions and and other soirees and you uh, and we have our
1: own digital information, right?
0: We do. We, of course, are on the Instagram at Bad to the Dad. That's probably the hottest social media channel for us. doing a fantastic
1: job every week. You know, it
0: it keeps us busy, but it's so much fun. It is. And, you know, I know a lot of people, especially the kids, are like, how many likes am I getting? How many likes? I need to get likes. It's a lot of competition for likes. So if any of you are starting a a small business or Mm -hmm. you're doing a podcast yourself, don't worry about the likes. Mm-hmm. look at the viewers the in viewer. your Instagram story.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Because right? that way you could see from a data perspective how many eyeballs you have on your story. All right. So both on Facebook and Instagram, you could see how many views. And we also got. have
1: Twitter, at BadToTheDad. At
0: BadToTheDad and our mm-hmm. website, BadToTheDad.com. Mm-hmm. Now, last episode, we talked about DMing, communicating. Yeah,
1: DMing. And did you get a DM? I got not one, D, not one DM this week. I got no DMs. Mm-hmm. Come on, folks out there. You've got to say something. Sh- you to hear but you know what? Forget about DMs. I'm done with DMs. One week I'm done. That's it. That's You're giving it. up after one I'm week. I'm giving up. You know what I'm going into? What are you going into? Email.
0: Oh, that sounds new and fascinating.
1: It is new and fascinating. No, what? For us. It is it's contact us at badthedad.com. Did you hear that?
0: Say it one more time.
1: Contact us at badtothedad.com.
0: Randy, did you say contact us at badtothedad.com?
1: That's exactly what I said. Now, that's
0: contact us without any dots, dashes, underscores or any other Cookie, cookie, It little is just contact
1: symbols. us, contact us, contact us at badtothedad.com. Coach, you
0: were over for my Super Bowl party last week.
1: Feft it out, man. I feft it out. Feft
0: it out. Flour, egg flour, that's how you make the wings. The most fun part was the halftime show. Everyone's talking about the halftime show. But what was more fun for us <laughs> is watching <laughs> my, my 11-year-old <laughs> son and his 11-year-old friends. friends watch the halftime show. I don't know if they got... A health class, or they were scarred for life in a matter of 35 <laughs> well, I minutes. I think
1: they had probably a combination of both. And for us, we talked about the odds on the twerk.
0: Yes, and, and you nailed it.
1: I, I got to tell you. You should have signed up on I, a fan I would have loved to have thrown some money that way. Yeah,
0: you could have probably bet the whole house. I really. got to
1: tell you, there was uh, not just twerking, mm-hmm. there was interesting gyrations of the hips.
0: And my son made an interesting observation. Mm-hmm. He simply said, inappropriate camera angle, Dad. <laughs> Because there were a few that were at a certain angle that were a little more than suggestive. Absolutely, but man, fifty-one and forty-three years old, J-Lo and Shakira,
1: knocking it back, mm-hmm. knocking it back. It was a uh, good game. You know, yeah. uh, shout out to the uh, the Super Bowl champs, um, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm happy for them, it's but very
0: uh, big of you as a Denver Broncos fan.
1: Well, you know, uh, my my daughter's boyfriend is uh, is a big Chiefs fan. Uh-huh. And again, there's only two teams that I really root for during the year. That's my Broncos. Mm-hmm and any team that plays against the Raiders. Uh, so I could see myself supporting AFC West and the AFC and the Chiefs, but also Andy Reid, um, yeah. just because. And He's been through a lot. Patrick Mahomes, I mean, first of all, humble, kind. He seems this way. I mean, maybe he's not that way in person's life. fun to watch. Just uh, fun to watch. But uh, I am proud of the, the twerking call. I do have to admit um, that. Okay, good. So it was a complete... A complete evening for it you. Was, it was, of course, I, I feft with my my, my wings.
0: Yeah, and there were no patriots oh, in, in this making of the Super yes. Bowl. So.
1: Uh, and, of course, you threw a lovely uh, gathering at Dougie's, and uh, it was a nice time. Uh, mm-hmm. But, if, like, because it goes to the days, we had to leave at halftime. Um, that's, had to that's come back edit. night on the East Coast. Had to so. come back and edit. Bad to the dad. Uh, uh-huh.
0: All right. Always S- eyes on the prize, buddy. Eyes no, but on speaking the prize. bad dad, tell me,
1: no. how are your runs deaded in this week? Oh, I week. had
0: an amazing run deaded in yesterday. Yeah. So, you know my son's a golfer. Yes, in. yes. He's 11 years old, mm-hmm. loves to golf, getting really, really good at the game. Mm-hmm. Locally, there was a PGA Superstore that just opened up on Route 10 in East Tanover So, if you live in oh, North yeah, Jersey, yeah. you know mm-hmm. uh, about Route 10 in East Tanover It's a major commercial thoroughfare. Mm-hmm. So, I got ads uh, on Facebook um, directed to me saying, hey, we've got our grand opening. We open up at 9 a.m. on Saturday, and the first 1,000 visitors are going to get a prize. And All this right. is the prize, like... Clubs, mm-hmm. bags, sunglasses—you know, right. serious merchandise. Merch. Serious, serious merch. merch. Yeah. So, Aiden saw this and he said, "You know, we should, we should go." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "All right, we'll go." Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got up uh, seven, seven thirty, mm-hmm. about quarter after eight. We head over to the store. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find parking.
1: Oh, it's packed.
0: We. Had to make, like, three three separate U-turns because, you know, the the state motto in New Jersey is no left turn. You have to yes. do a jug handle. <laughs> you got to do the right Looking to make parking. the left. Yes, so we, yes, we parked yes. at the nearby hotel and we're <laughs> walking, like like migrants, <laughs> like trains are walking on on. As fast as you get you got to be one of the first in there. Yeah. And um, the line is wrapped mm. around the back of the store. Wow. Wrapped around the back. And it's cold.
1: I right? know. Yeah, it's, it's winter. It's 30 yeah.
0: and it's windy. Yes. And we've had a mild winter, but yeah. it was cold Still yesterday. Still cold. Still cold. So I was looking at the Instagram fee while I was waiting in line. Now, Aiden played it right. He saw some friends of his mm-hmm. in the front of the line, and he hung out with <laughs> them. I said, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I'll go to the back, and I yeah. happened to find some some other friends. By the way, yeah. Harris Nydick. No one kidding. of our guests yes. from uh, Season the 1 author. was there. Absolutely. Of uh, Common Sense Finance. Mm-hmm. And uh, Patrick Necco, who we're going to have on in the uh, episode sometime, he was there as well, an avid golfer. So it's mm-hmm. good to see folks in the community yeah. there. But I'm looking at the Instagram fee while I'm waiting in line. Mm-hmm. And apparently people camped out the oh, really? night before.
1: Oh, uh, they cheated.
0: When is the last time you've camped out for, for anything? For golf gear.
1: I mean, come on now. For tickets. For a show, maybe.
0: So I was... Uh, shout out, by the way, to Chris and Jim. Just two guys I met. Came in from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Yeah, nothing better. Allentown, Pennsylvania. at <laughs> like 6 in the morning <laughs> to get in line. Uh-huh. And they still were in the back of the store. Wow. Like I was. Where yeah. it was cold because of the shadows. Yeah. And I said, look at this. People were waiting... Mm -hmm. Out in front, Mm -hmm. from like six o'clock last night. Yeah, and I said to them, the last time I waited out front for anything Mm -hmm. was probably 1989, the Who reunion tour, where you get a bracelet. (laughs) You wait outside the record store. If you have a bracelet, you're guaranteed a ticket. And even then, you're probably sitting in the in the uh, three rows from God. The bleeders. I said, "What about you guys? All right, this is where we show our age." Well, uh, when Call of Duty Two was coming out. (laughs) I, uh, I I went to the mall, and I camped out at the mall, but I guess it wasn't really camping out because I slept in one of those massage chairs. <laughs> I said, no. Yes. That is, that is not camping out, but these people did. But yes. Well, what's going to be left? If we're like uh, if we're like number 998, 999, and uh-huh. 1,000, are we yeah. only going to get like some golf tees? Yes. I'm like, yeah, it was worth it to come out from Allentown for <laughs> golf tees. But we ended up with a couple of $20 yeah. gift cards, yes. which... Went a long way there on opening day for the PGA Superstore. That's a good run's dad. And I had a... So you're welcome, yes, Aiden. You're welcome, yeah. Aiden, to wake up and, and go to a store and wait out in the cold. With to, your to dad.
1: Out. With your dad.
0: Uh, my, my dad, he came later. Yes, yes. <laughs> He came later. He was smart. He's yeah. like, I'm not waiting in the cold oh, I, for that. You
1: call me when you get close. Yeah, but it was just uh, Aiden <laughs> and me. Yeah. And so for me, uh, I had a good run's dad in week two. I mean, not I was working. Uh, my oldest, mm-hmm. uh, Jess, uh, of course, her boyfriend... Um, um,
0: Johnny. Johnny. He's tall.
1: <laughs> he's very tall. Of course, uh, his team won the uh, Super Bowl. But my daughter got a job. She was uh, unfortunately let go. She experienced the real casualties of life. Happens. Uh, and after the first year, but she is—I'm so proud of her. She she chug 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 work hard. So she starts her new job uh, this coming uh, on the 18th. Uh, and then my son, uh, who I'm really proud of, he's working hard. Uh, he just found out he's going to be an assistant coach. Uh, at the local Little League. Wow! Uh, and he loves town. baseball. And he loves baseball, oh, and he's days real days excited about in. that. Uh-huh. Uh, Michaela, kid got straight A's, um, and uh, uh, we just found out she's got a couple of honor classes next year, and of course, we're starting softball. So did uh, both
0: your kids make the honor roll? You don't know yet.
1: Uh, well, there's no honor roll at, uh, at Golda Auk. Okay, uh, but, oh, that's right. You no, know, that's, that's not... So, and, and, and Bree's just doing great. I, was I mean, she's say,
0: between our young ones, we would have had the four free. honor rolls. i,
1: I got to tell you, it is. Uh, I am blessed um, with my kids. It was... a. Uh, it was with the kind of weeks that I didn't get the kind of phone call or deal where one of my kids wasn't happy. Mm. You know, I mean, there's some just, you know, you know, challenging questions. Do I take the job? You know, my son calling about, uh, you know, coaching. Do I want to be a specialist and coach all the kids or be an assistant coach for a team? Uh, so she has to kind of bond say, so you're, you're going to be great at, at coaching. And then Michaela and, and Bree, it was a good week to be a dad. That's awesome. Yeah, you
0: know, maybe next week we'll talk a little bit about what happens when your company mm-hmm. tells you you're going to be laid off. Yeah, Because I know as dads we have a lot of responsibility. That's We're a good Trying idea. to pay the bills, mm-hmm. trying to take care of our kids. We're also trying to teach our kids a lesson. Hey, yep. if you ever work for anyone, chances are there it's will gonna be happen. there's going to come a time yep. where you'll lose your job, and 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 what do we do when we go through that? Love well, so that idea. Being in that industry, being good an call. HR guy, Adam D, you're the man. We're, uh, we're going to go through some of those life hacks so it doesn't have to be a, a super high anxiety situation. How's that sound?
1: Great idea Andy. I'd always thinking, always thinking.
0: We're bad to the dead. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Remember, you can follow us on most social media platforms. Instagram's our favorite, at Bad to the Dad. Facebook forward slash Bad to the Dad. And we have a website, Bad where you can now email us at contact us or contact, contact, us, contact right? us. Contact us. Contact at
1: us. Bad to the Dad. Bad to the Dad. Contact com. us. At Bad to the That's contact us. At BadToTheDad.com. They say
0: in advertising you have to say it at least ten times for it to seep in. Ten but, times. But well, we've got a whole lot of other show where you can add, contact us at BadToTheDad.com. Very excited about our guest today. It is Ali DeVoren. Ali, screenwriter. He is a uh, producer at AMC. And a wonderful dad. Wonderful dad. He lives in my neighborhood. Uh, our, our girls are friends. And Ali, it is awesome to finally have you on. Bad to the Dead. Thanks Welcome for making the, the time. Thanks, Welcome guys. to the show.
1: Thanks. He's bringing game today. I can tell. Oh, hardcore game. Well, he's an entertainment, Absolutely. so yeah, he's a
0: pro. He's a pro. <laughs> we got to but match I, energy. But I, but I will say this, Ali. If it wasn't for our dogs, I don't know if we would see each other. Yes. Thank goodness for our dogs because. That's what gets us out of the neighborhood and, and yeah. socializing with. And it gets my
2: steps, my heart rate, my steps up. You know, I, you gotta get the ten thousand steps oh. a day. 100 you know. <laughs> percent.
0: Well, I feel like the dog is walking me, so yes. I know uh, my dog. I've is walked, heading, I've walked the ten thousand steps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, screenwriting first, Allie. Yeah. Very intriguing because you know, I think everybody has "quote unquote" a movie in them, mm-hmm. right? A script they'd love to write, but they just never get around to it. And and that is a very tough business to break into.
2: How did it happen for you? Well, it is a very tough business to break into. And it was. Um, so, very early on, I decided I wanted to be a filmmaker. Yeah. And I realized early that I wasn't going to be like one of these directors who was very. Camera techie, like a, I wasn't like the cinematographer/slash mm-hmm. director track. I always wanted to be a storyteller, so um, I did some summer programs where I made some short films and then I got into NYU Film School, which was congratulations! That's did, a feat, dude! Yeah, that's a legit feat. Yeah, that's well, awesome. Well, I actually took a back door into NYU, I got into the art school as a freshman, smart, and then transferred good sophomore year. Okay. It doesn't matter yeah. how you get there. That's no, strategy. Yeah. That's a good strategy. It was, it was, well, listen, I didn't get in originally. It was was the like, same building, though. That's yes. So, anyway, I went to NYU uh, as a sophomore film school. And um, there, they encouraged you to, when you graduate, to have two screenplays. And so, you know, you take a lot of writing classes. Mm-hmm. And after NYU, I worked for a producer named Scott Rudin who's an Academy Award-winning producer. He produces tons of the Cone Brothers stuff. Yeah, okay. Tom okay. Uh, Noah Baumbach, he's working with right now. I mean, Scott, and he was a wonder kid. Scott was the president of Fox at 29 years old. Ooh. I was working with him when he was like 36, 37. He had already produced The Firm, Sister Act... I mean, huge, huge movies. Adam's Family with the role ah. Julia. I mean, huge guys. So this is good. The Oscars happen to be on tonight. I gotta tell you, yeah. it's not name And drop we're dropping names, yeah. Oh, this is good. Oh, I will be... But that's the, <coughs> that's the film industry. I'm shamelessly <coughs> going to be dropping names Fire throughout away. this entire... Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like
1: a nice big speech. I like to thank my producer, my agent. You, you know, no, will need a yeah, room
2: to sweep all No, there's no... We're not going to play any music.
1: Real quick, have you been to the Academy Awards before? No, I have not. But that is going to happen someday, right? We'll see. No, no, no. Willing. That will happen someday, okay, right? Okay, yes. So we're here interviewing a future Oscar. That right there winner. was a life coach, like, yeah, that was.
2: He well, when, when, yeah. he, when he writes a
0: documentary about this uh, upstart podcast.
1: Yes, yes exactly. Two Schmoes from New Jersey. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> that's the yeah. title. That's not tele- the movie. The, the Two Schmoes from, Schmoes from New Jersey. From New Jersey. <laughs> right.
2: I think there's in there a moving company called Two Schmoes. Yes. No. Yes. So you so, can't <laughs> take that. But if anything, we digress. yes. So anyway, yeah, I worked for Scott Rudin, and then working for Scott Rudin I worked on the movie Ransom mm-hmm. which was directed by Ron Howard yep. yeah. um starring Mel Gibson Mel Gibson had just like literally Ron Howard and Mel Gibson were both nominated for an Academy Award as directors Ron Howard for Apollo 13, mm-hmm. Gene, yeah. and Mel Gibson for Braveheart. Yeah. Jeff Ross has a good joke about Apollo 13. Yes, yes he does. I didn't see the first 12. Yes, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, done, so, so, Jeff? Yeah. I did. Do you
0: really? Well, he's there, from he's from South Orange. He's from no, that area. Right? He's from
2: Springfield. Oh, Springfield. Okay. He was Jeff Lifshultz, but we lived in the same building when I went to NYU, yeah. and he was like so you know, he was there too. he wasn't at NYU. He was a Boston College guy, but uh, Boston University, but. He, when he was a young comic coming yep. up and going to what was called the Boston Comedy Club yep. in New York City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh you know, so Jeff, I knew Jeff,
0: Jeff Ross, if you ever want to see some funny stuff. Netflix, bumping mics
1: with Dave Attell. Yeah. Jeff Ross, Dave Attell. The two of them together. Hilarious.
2: Oh, Jeff will be so happy. We're like promoting. Yeah, well, him. We get him <laughs> <on>. <laughs> is he
1: a dad? Is he a dad? No, no. Jeff's That's uh, right. But he had
2: a dad. But he had, He's a, dad. Dead, <laughs> had a dad. Yeah. Jeff's Jeff's life story is fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Um So again, we digress. Yes. So we anyway, do. I uh so yeah. So I worked for Rudin and I was working on these big films, Ransom, um, The First Wives Club, mm-hmm. and Early days on Truman Show, the I mean huge movies. And it just, I was like, it really hit me that what we were doing for Scott Rudin was really no different in terms of, I mean, yes, we were working with the best actors, the best directors, but there was not there was not like magic secret sauce to mm-hmm. making a movie that was different than what I was doing in film school. So me and my idiot friends decided to make an independent movie. So we did. We made a movie called Brokers. Uh, about New York City real estate brokers, mm-hmm. and uh, it got into a bunch of festivals. It got a review in Variety, oh, wow. hmm. and uh, I got an agent and a manager, and then I moved out to LA. So that yeah, well, and, Sundance
1: was a real big uh, component in the indie movement. Huge, um, that, so,
2: and then Slam Dance yes. too. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and so that opened the door for individuals who. Didn't have the names. Didn't have in the, the, 90s, the, yeah. in the 90s, Yeah. In the nineties,
2: there was an independent film boom. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, there was Clerks. Yeah. Uh, swingers. I mean, sure. you know, in huge talent. Yeah. Huge guys well, <laughs> There
1: was uh, another one, uh, Days and Confused. Yeah. Was independent? Yeah. Was independent well,
2: it, that was his second film. He okay, had a film called right. Slacker. Slacker, before, right, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got off. Link later. But yeah. yeah, so it was this, you know, literally every month a new independent film, a new young voice was coming out. So we were very inspired to. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a, a one of my best friends from NYU, this mm-hmm. guy, very funny guy who was doing stand up. His name is Dave Goldberg. So he and I co directed. Goldberg, his side job was. Working for one of these like shystery kind of real estate companies, <laughs> and the tagline was, you know, anything for fifteen percent, you know, because that. And, uh, yeah, and we had Jeff Ross was in it. Yeah. Jeff Ross was in Brokers, yeah. and we had uh, this great girl Elizabeth McKay, who was in another independent movie called The Brothers McMullen, which was uh-huh. a big. Oh, one yeah. that was a good movie. Right? That one? Yeah. yeah, and uh, the the movie did well, and it got into the the Hollywood Film Festival was and it got a review Mm -hmm. yeah and so we got signed and that moved me out to LA and I was like yes I am signed this is it I am happening it is there Nothing happened yeah, <laughs> And know. then you get out there And you go on A million meetings It, it scratches <laughs> it your and soul the broker's guy yeah, on the broker's guy And it then It crushes you re- your soul oh, Within seconds
1: I mean you're just like I'm here And like no you're not Yeah No, not. And,
2: no and it's great Because everybody's in, in
1: their business out there And
2: your agent and manager Sends out your script Which was That was like I felt like a huge step ahead Of a lot of people Right, right? and then you get to go in all these general meetings they're like they loved your script they loved it and you're like fantastic great they're yes. gonna buy it no no, 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 no. but they want to meet you so I would come in with this like terrible attitude like why didn't you buy my fucking script <laughs> <laughs> you know? and they were like no the meeting is an honor you should be yeah, honored yes, that you have that's this that's meeting with me yes. and then I was like oh really you didn't and play the game Great. Hustle, I'm gonna yeah. go back to my 300 square foot studio now <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, grovel. <laughs> and grovel. Exactly. And my old PC. You know, you know, no, but it was, script. you know, not unlike athletics though. Mm-hmm. If you, I did feel like every script, every meeting, there was like a little incremental improvement. No, and it's you know, all about that. It's, That's,
1: that. as you're as a young kid, you have these dreams, yeah. and you see these people up on the screen, and they make it appear so easy, right. Uh, and anybody who's ever gotten anywhere, it doesn't happen easy.
2: No, there's, and there's the, no, the there's setbacks. really no such thing as overnight success. No, I mean every overnight success story you read, and this is already a hacky expression, yeah. took ten years to get Absolutely. there. Absolutely, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so just no, right okay. so
0: was there a, was there a script where you said, "Man, I, I I made it. It got bought. Yes, I'm in the game now." What yeah. was that? Yeah.
2: Story? So so this is worlds colliding. So I actually was in college and high school. I was a fencer, and. I yeah, like not, not offensive, Randy, like you. Oh, yeah, offensive, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like the foils swords and Randy just struck uh, a fencing pose. That is. Like it, right. it was an offensive fencing <laughs> yeah. pose.
1: I challenge that. you to a duel. Yeah. your
2: Pussy Cat. Is that what <laughs> accent? Is that?
1: <laughs> I don't know what it is. It was my okay, my I'm French little, accent. Yes. I'm a little afraid. Uh, right. Take my little glove off. Yeah, Tom that Jerry
2: used to have <laughs> that, right? Mister Pussy Cat. I dress up like and I slap you in the face.
1: I spit at you. I spit at you. Well, you have to take the glove and smack the the
2: fence. So anyway, there's this really charismatic, unbelievable Olympian, a guy named Peter Westbrook, whose dad was African-American and mom was Japanese, and they met uh, in, I believe, the Korean War. Mm -hmm. She got pregnant, he brought her back, and Pete grew up in Newark, and he was half black and half Japanese, and so he didn't fit in anywhere. Mm. Like, the black kids didn't consider him black, Ah. the white kids didn't, and then the mom, thinking about this samurai culture, encouraged him to get into fencing early. This is going back. Pete ended up a five-time Olympian. No right? kidding. Hmm. No, five time Olympian. And his sport, Was South Orange? Well, no, he was from Newark. Oh, Newark, okay. Or East Orange, Newark. Yeah. And he went to Essex Catholic. Okay. And then he went to NYU. He mm-hmm. won the NCAAs. And then he made like the 72, 76, 80, even though we didn't go, 84, mm-hmm. 88, and 92 oh, wow, Olympic it? games. He was expensive for a while. Yeah. And, oh my God, from 22 to 46, he was mm-hmm. an Olympian. And then when he retired, he started the Peter Westbrook Foundation. And it was for at-risk youth because fencing predominantly is a white, aristocratic, expensive yes. sport. Yes. Pete made it affordable and accessible to all these black kids from Harlem and Brooklyn so and, and see, the Bronx. New York City sport. No, it's, yeah. so, it's so
1: great because I've done, there's, there's Beat the Streets with wrestling. Yeah. There's Harlem RBI, which does stuff with baseball. It's it's amazing how sports can be used. To, the idea is to keep kids off the street. 100%. I had no idea about but it can, yeah, it
2: can he, be. Any... He wrote, so he wrote this great book called Harnessing Anger. Yeah. And um, I knew Pete because I used to train with him when, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I was in college fencing, and um, going back, I'm in my 300 square foot apartment. I'm going out with a lot of scripts. None of them are selling, but I'm getting. Well known amongst producers and executives mm-hmm. in Hollywood, and um, I met this great guy Keith Mitchell, who was a screenwriter who wrote the movie Eddie. I don't know if you uh-huh. remember yeah. Mr. Three Thousand. Yeah. Oh was, yeah, he was writing sports movies. Mm-hmm. That was Tom and Selleck, Mr. Th- no, no, it was uh, Bernie Mac. Yeah, was yeah. Eddie the zebra, the horse racing? No, no, zebra? no Eddie was. This is going to sound horrible after you said zebra. It was Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. Who lives? Oh, she's the basketball. She yeah, becomes yes, the coach. Got it. Okay. What so, was I thinking
1: of? There yeah. was some horse movie. There was a horse. There was a horse, of course. Talking horse. I don't know. Oh, okay. You're talking not, about, not Mr. Ed.
2: No, yeah, you're thinking a,
0: about Mr. Ed. All right, we're, we're off the rails. Let's get back on. The anyway, Ellie, Ellie, please save us.
2: Okay, so mm-hmm. Keith and I, I pitched Keith, Pete's story, Westbrook, oh. and he loved it. And then our agents collectively made pitches, and then we sold the. We got the rights to Harnessing mm-hmm. Anger. Mm-hmm. Pete gave me the rights for a dollar to mm-hmm. exclusively pitch mm-hmm. it around. And we, in 2000, at the end of 2001, beginning of 2002, I sold it. We sold it to Disney. And cool. it had a, a it, it ended up not being produced, but we went through the whole process. Mm-hmm. Did
1: we ever get greenlit? No,
2: no. Uh, it did, it, no. But yeah. it ended up, um, you know, it went through development. But it was, it got me in the Writers Guild. And then once you break. Once you're the Writers Guild. That's... Once you break through that barrier. Yeah. Then you're hireable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So then from basically... And you get benefits. uh, (laughs) Right. You get benefits. So from the end of 2001 to the Writers Guild Strike in 2008, Mm -hmm. basically for seven years, I worked professionally as a screenwriter, selling scripts, getting them set up, doing some rewrites. A few movies got made for Fox, a couple of... uh, Sequels to family films, mm-hmm. all sports. Most of yeah. I was everything I was they're, writing they're, was they're, they're favorites
0: in the Chandler household, like Mike 2 uh, Yes, I, and you know we, you. we we put that on because mm-hmm. we were looking for like a movie just to watch on a Friday yeah. night. Yeah. And then when the credits roll, Ali Devoren. Wait a minute, he's
1: my neighbor. <laughs> I he's the walking last, his dog. Walking his away. So yeah. that was really nice. Thank you. Yeah. That was with um, uh, what was it? What was the well, kids well, Bow Wow, Bow Wow, that's
0: right. Bow Wow was the original and this yeah. was, yeah. was, was yeah. The yeah. But, I, but I liked how it, it sort of took advantage of the
2: whole mixtape basketball tour. That's what kind of the, the hook yeah. on that one yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, so you know that. So that's how it happened. I mean, incremental steps over. I mean, you know, if you think about it, I graduated college in '93, and I didn't sell my first script till 2002. Wow, yeah, it's it, a is hard press. it is.
1: It is. It uh, is. Uh, it's very, very nice. It's, what I like is an authentic story. We are bad to the dad. And our goal is to get dads, like you, who are here, just living life, doing whatever you can. You're obviously living a professional dream. You want to be involved in movies, and we're in our backyard. We're just, we don't even know each other, what we do, and you do a great job picking guests, Adam D. I'm just letting you know. Well,
0: thank you. So, I get to keep my job for another week? For right well, now. Well, yeah. picking. I was yeah. begging him. I was am yeah. like, <laughs> I getting to be on the show right I had to beg him back. I feel like I'm the ugly
2: girl at the dance. No, no, yeah, no, Everybody's no, no. getting, you know... <laughs> Right. You have so my just podiatrist big... on the for God's <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, we haven't, but can you give me a yeah, I Absolutely, mean... like...
1: My podiatrist is female, so <laughs> you're not no, a dad. That's true.
0: Yeah. So, so still in entertainment, and yeah, kind of a big deal at AMC, which um, has one, one of the hottest binge-worthy franchises, and that, of course, is... The Walking Dead, which I think is fu- kind of funny because AMC does. Is that, that for- still on? Still <laughs> 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 on. People are taking people off of work
1: <laughs> people just are going bananas. It. It. They, they yeah. mean, it's incredible. Conventions, people dressing as zombies.
2: I, it's it's crazy. Did you have
1: any Did they have any idea it was going to be like well, this? Well,
2: uh, when I so I so yes. The, the The short answer is when I got to AMC, mm-hmm. we were just starting the fourth season. Mm-hmm. So it already uh, was. There, it was, already it, a it deal. was. It was. It wasn't like. And it's, when I got to AMC, it was a very heady time to get there. Mm-hmm. It was literally fourth season of AMC, season five and six of Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. and no, the end of Mad Men. Yeah. So, uh, and those yeah. were the first, the three, when yeah. when AMC, yeah. like, really became a content producer mm-hmm. of original one-hour mm-hmm. drama, mm-hmm. those were the first three wing-lit shows. And, <laughs> and they were kicking around, like, yeah. you know, HBO didn't do, yeah. they had Mad Men, but, um, It's it's like the Sopranos, HBO had Sopranos. and Right, so Matt Weiner had worked, mm -hmm. Matt Weiner, the executive producer, creator of Mad Men, had worked with David Chase Uh, on on Sopranos, and when HBO bought, were going to buy it, they said to David Chase, well, you'll be the showrunner. And he said, no, 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 I'm just giving you this, this is Matt's show. And so they didn't do it there. You know, and mm-hmm. so AMC, like, got these. So unbelievable Mad Men, poppers.
1: Breaking Bad, and The Walking Dead. And, and yeah. it's funny
2: because A- AMC. The first three does, shows. Does, does it yes. still. I mean, does, it's like three lightnings at yeah, the bottom. Boom, boom, boom. Does boom. it
0: still stand for American Movie Classics? It does,
2: technically. Yeah, but I mean. it's it's
0: really changed its brand it's, because it's, of all this new content. Yeah,
2: so it's AMC Networks, really, right. is what oh, yeah. it goes by now. And under that umbrella is AMC, The Sundance Channel, BBC ah, America, yeah. okay, IFC, okay. and We. It's all good stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you get the year, you know, four. So it's it's somewhat. You have an idea that's going to go someplace, and now you're on Walking Dead, right? But
2: so I'm so when I came to AMC, I yeah. was hired mm-hmm. as a producer for the digital department, mm-hmm. right? So the digital. So backtrack. So again, mm-hmm. there was a writers' guild strike in 2008, right? Mm-hmm. So that sort of slowed down the writing career, and then all of a sudden, I'm you know scrambling. I've got young kids, you know, I've got a mortgage Mm -hmm. to pay, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, what am I going to do here? Mm -hmm. And so I started doing a lot of digital content Mm -hmm. for making short form video for the army, for ESPN, Mm -hmm. for different clients, right? For Disney, for different clients. And then a colleague, buddy of mine from LA was the SVP of production, overseeing the production of all these amazing shows. Mm -hmm. He called me and he said, Mm -hmm. I need somebody I could trust to produce um, Content for huh. short form. Yeah. So, so it's on AMC. At the time, it was mainly for AMC.com mm-hmm. and it was mainly behind the scenes mm-hmm. kind of making of. And we ah, called them okay. Inside, where the writers and directors and showrunners are talking about mm-hmm. the shows and their interpretations and because the fans were eating that up. So put where, put where could they more? find that? They so find at that the online, time, or? it was just AMC.com. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, but. That was, the department was literally like three four people now hmm. the digital department has grown digital obviously is yes. where most well, people are video. watching shows yeah right Absolutely. and you know with streaming video on demand and there's multiple platforms yeah. so the content that we produce is way beyond just the making of stuff I mean we we produce in-world content too mm-hmm. like side stories if they don't mm-hmm. want to you know like if they can't if they don't have time to tell that mm-hmm. story or a backstory of a character, right? So for AMC for The Walking Dead, Rick, the main character mm-hmm. for most of yep. up until season nine, mm-hmm. he had a machete. Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. You don't know about why he has a machete.
2: He just had a machete. <laughs> so we said, well, where'd that machete come? Let's from? tell a story about. So that. we told the story of the machete. It's called the Red Machete, and it like it starts in a hardware store when the zombie. Yeah. you know, comes, yeah. the zombie apocalypse breaks out, mm-hmm. some random dude grabs it, is, you know, hacking away at zombies, mm-hmm. sticks it into a zombie's chest, the zombie's walking around, mm-hmm. someone else finds it, and we told like a 20-minute story of how that machete oh, wow. finally wound no, up. Way to keep him cu- Um. So, so we we're, we're talking a little bit about
0: family before. Yeah. Um, I know that you went through, hopefully it was a temporary tragedy with your brother, and uh, the yeah. diagnosis that, that he yeah. received at a young age.
2: Yeah, so um, so growing up in South Orange, I grew up. Um, yeah, that was shocking. When I was 13 years old and I was in eighth grade, my older brother, who I idolized, handsome, amazing athlete, uh, was diagnosed with cancer in his right hmm. knee. Um, a knee. Oh, yeah, you don't hear that often. Uh, yeah, okay. I know it was weird. It was a very. It was. Uh, it's called a hewing sarcoma in his okay. right knee. And, uh, thank God my brother's alive today. Mm -hmm. We're very close. We were actually out to dinner with our wives last night. Um, but yes, that, I definitely feel changed. That leads into Mm -hmm. me really going for my Mm dream and really feeling like you're here on earth once and you know, like you got to go for it. Mm The unfortunate side effect is I became a wild hypochondriac for the rest of us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you wake up with that soreness in your knee, you <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I got to see the oncologist, the general practitioner, I'm going to go right to the source. God bless my wife. But <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Will, it's okay.
2: Her, no, she's yeah. way beyond that. It's she just, has zero symptoms. Some kind of Noma, some kind of carcinoma, yeah, yeah, yeah. Noma, some you, some Noma of you know. Some kind of a yeah. Uncle Buck? No, no. No, Fletch. No, Oh, uh, that was Fletcher. Fletch.
1: You yeah, yeah. always got to right. throw in Fletcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show's
0: not done unless you have a Fletcher Mel Brooks line. That's, yes, that's, well, sort of, that's good. That's our charter. I here. can handle. So, as far as we can see here, that there is no cancer. No, yeah, isn't no. <laughs> that <laughs> <not> a relief?
2: <laughs> so he's good. He's still got the knee. No, the knee is gone. My brother he... is an amputee. Wow. Yeah, wow. my brother is an unbelievable, inspiring human being.
1: What does he, he do? So
2: he's a story. he's a lawyer. Uh-huh. Um mostly workers' compensation. He has a firm in Verona. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but he is an avid got well, he's a dad. He's an unbelievable dad. Yeah. He's got three children. He's got a son who's I'll be a proud doting uncle. He's got a son who's in Michigan, and a boy-girl twins. She's in UVA, and the other one wants to be an engineer. He's at Georgia Tech. Sounds expensive. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a brilliant thing. Right? <laughs> it's it's yeah. wildly expensive. Wow. And, um, but, yeah, and he's an avid golfer. Uh, he's like a 10 handicap. He plays mm-hmm. a lot of golf. He's just an amazing athlete and yeah. plays competitive doubles tennis. Yeah, really? and uh, he does not ever use his... No, I, would you? Would you? I, I, mean, it, I, I don't even refer visible? to him as a handicap. Well, yeah, when he's wearing shorts. What in
1: pants, He's, a, he's got he's a slight a, hitch. But you wouldn't like, know otherwise. No, than that.
2: but and also yeah. to his credit, like in the summertime when he's you know he'll wear shorts playing golf. He doesn't Good care. Thing. Yeah, and uh, well, and I bet a, he
0: walks while everyone's taking a car and the people <laughs> driving around the carts like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, do, he uses that. I he
2: like he uses the car He'll drive right up to his ball. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. But I guess he wasn't always. I mean,
1: how old is he when he lost his leg?
2: He was, oh, okay, so he had a total knee replacement for about 10 years, and then also, like, 2000, also part of me coming back from L.A. was -hmm. was my brother uh, was... Getting an amputation. So like 2002, so he I don't know, he was like 36. Yeah. Bad to the bro. Yeah, bad, Maybe bad we to should the do bro. a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Bad to Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, brother so, of yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, he never used, like, no one even thinks of Josh. So I get it. I'd
1: imagine uh, uh, your parents still around? Yes. And yeah. I bet they're probably cavelling uh, and pretty proud of their, uh... do you have any other siblings?
2: No, it's just the two of us. What
1: was it like growing up?
2: Uh, g- g- With the two of us? The two of us. It, I mean, yeah, it, I mean, and... it was fun. It was fun. I mean, up until my brother got sick, it was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Then it wasn't so fun yeah. after that. But yeah, my mother is a real fun character. And uh, my dad was in the toy business. His license plate was always toys. Mm. His My grandpa was in the toy business. Oh. It's interesting, yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, Did it, they work for the big toy companies? or? So my dad... Worked for his father's business, and then he worked for Hasbro for a bunch of years, and then he came back, um, because that was like in the New England area, and then Mm -hmm. he came back to work for his dad's company again. So yeah, so it it was, and then my, and then, you know, my dad had a lot of ups and downs. When you're a small time guy... And yeah. and then the giants and the corporations sure. just start gobbling everything yeah. up and taking everything. Did they ever
1: did they ever come to you and tell you you know whatever you do you have a real job, real life, or help? When it came to your dreams and your what kind of support did you get in terms so of? So that's of your-
2: an excellent question. My parents were. An amazing, amazing support system, mm-hmm. and very much behind me going for my dreams. Mm-hmm. They probably should have told me more, get a real job a little <laughs> bit at times. But like I would tell now. But they were very much like, you know, you got to go for it. You got to go mm-hmm. for your dream. So, it's
1: great. so that which is a great segue, if you don't mind, yeah, talking yeah. about now you're a dad, yeah, right. And tell us about your kids real quickly.
2: So I have a daughter named Charlie who's mm-hmm. 15. She's a mm-hmm. freshman at West Orange High School. Okay. Um, she's a soccer player she mm-hmm. was a, a, a gang. Great uh, soccer player yeah, yeah she's a really strong soccer player mm-hmm. she was one of three girls who made varsity as a mm-hmm. freshman which was That's very impressive huge goal for her yeah. she worked her tush off mm-hmm. you know really really worked mm-hmm. hard and mm-hmm. I'm so proud of her and I have a son who's uh, 13 who's in eighth grade at Liberty okay yeah and he's also a really strong soccer player mm-hmm. and they're great kids they work hard and they're you know they're doing very well so I know as Let's a say, family, Fencing is
0: one of your favorite activities. Yeah, it's fun. So I know how you kind of got into fencing by way of the
2: the story you told before. Yeah. How did you get your kids interested in it? So that was... So my parents were moving, and the kids were like... My son was like seven, and Charlie was like nine. Mm. And they found a... You know, they knew vaguely that I fenced in high school and college at the time and then they found a box of all my old medals and trophies when my parents were moving and they were looking and they were like oh we want to try we want to try and I was like no no you guys don't have they were like no we really want to (laughs) get into this so we started I did some research and I hadn't been into sport in 20 years but there's this fabulous guy who I knew about named Steve Kaplan who was at one point predated me at NYU, he was the NYU coach, he was a 76 Olympian, he had a a fencing club in Jersey City, so I took the kids there, they started there, then it turned out Jersey City is a little bit of a schlep for us, there happens to be a great... You can't park there either. No, it's tough. So there was a a club in, it's called Leelaw Fencing Academy in Cedar Grove, so they Mm -hmm. still Mm fence there. Soccer is their number one sport, mm-hmm. and fencing is an incredibly expensive sport. Yeah. So unless you know, my kids really were gravitating mm-hmm. to soccer, and soccer is also more communal. Yeah. You're on a mm-hmm. team. You're on a team. Fencing, you it's you versus another kid. Do you still yeah. fence today? Yeah, I do. I picked do f- it, I picked it back up.
1: Do you, p- you fence your kids? I do. Do you let them win? No. Ever right? No. Never.
2: No. Most kids and their dads like they go out and they throw a ball and then I'm like you know hey grab the sword let's yeah, you go. You're <laughs> do you do your kids. <laughs> How nice just would that like, be? Just like in the olden days. <laughs> yeah. Come on,
0: son. Yeah, Come out good. of the schoolyard and get your
1: saber and, yeah. oh now I'm you with
0: yeah, like the ax and I
2: don't know what. I...
0: And we'll stab each other for a good hour.
2: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. no.
1: right. So what else do you like to do with you? What else do can like do with your kids for
2: fun? What else do I do? Yeah. Well, uh, for um, fun. For fun. Yeah. Uh, well we we. In terms of athletics, we'll mm. go skiing. Yeah, like oh, we, nice. you know, there's, I mean, in New Jersey and yeah. New York, there's so much great skiing around mm-hmm. here. And right. they like
1: going to movies as well.
2: Yeah, we go to the movies. We try to, you know, living close to the city, we'll go in the city. Mm-hmm. You know, take them to shows, Broadway shows. Mm-hmm. They like, you know, they, I mean, los, I'm in entertainment. Yeah, They're very hyper aware of that. Yeah. Charlie, my daughter, had is a really good creative writer. Mm-hmm. She's already, like, you know, write stories mm-hmm. and screenplays. Oh, so, yeah. Like what, I, a I said, what I said to my wife mm-hmm. early on mm-hmm. is, like, look, let's take the best of what your parents did because... Her parents did some good... her My yeah. wife's a immigrant. She immigrated here when she was seven years old. Really? From, from Kiev. Very, very tough for her mm-hmm. parents. Didn't speak the language. Literally mm-hmm. came over. Uh, the JCC sponsored her, mm-hmm. you know, got her over here. Mm-hmm. So, incredible story. Mm-hmm. Um, but very tough for them yeah. to acclimate and be immigrants. And they mm-hmm. also, to their credit when most Russian immigrants went right to Brooklyn and it became like a little neighborhood in Brooklyn, they, yeah, like a little shtetl. They they ended up not wanting to do that and they wanted to experience America. America. And so they came to Bergen County, New Jersey. Um, So anyway, my point was, I said, let's take the best of what your parents did, remember what you didn't like what they did, the best of what my parents Mm -hmm. did, remember what they didn't like, right? And then we'll fill in the rest.
0: Ali, to, to bring it all home, we have this segment, uh, which you, you may have heard of, but people are talking about it. It's called Dadvice. So it's our little play on Advice. Mm-hmm. So any way you want to take it, as a veteran of the entertainment industry, as a, just, just a dad of, of, of two great kids, what words of wisdom, what advice do you have for the dad community out there? You can take it any,
2: any avenue you want. To the dad community, to the fellow dads, I would say, listen... Uh, that's the best advice you know it's just like you just have to listen let them do the talking Mm. (laughs) you know really Mm -hmm. just listen and try to be as open-minded as possible it's i mean i feel like times today are so much more complicated Mm. with you know social Mm -hmm. media and with just all kinds of Complications that we didn't have to deal with. And I'm sure this is, I sound like an Altacaca right now saying this, like, you know, like, but, but you know, like, our. Like parents, in my day, we yeah, had no social media. Right. Where's hey, that's my trace? You, you know, my <laughs> The wall, and the wall uh, told us what to do. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I walked up 50 flights of stairs carrying 50 pounds yeah. of snow in Florida. There's snow. I woke up, ate the bag of rocks. So um, no, but anyway, I just you know I would just say like listen to your kids and also like literally. I mean I know this is so corny, but like Brad Pitt like the other day when he accepted his nomination, he was like, "Hey, if you got an opportunity to be kind." Yeah, no kidding. Just be kind. He goes, just just be kind out there. We could all use a little more kindness. And I agree with that. I mean, right Uh now, especially, smile at people, Mm -hmm. say hello, say good morning. I mean, just little tiny niceties Mm -hmm. really make a difference. And And, and, and a lot of
0: challenges to be kind these days. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And Mm -hmm. we we all get so wrapped up in our own lives. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just just to be, just try to be kind. Well, great discussion, Al. I'm so glad we're able to Get you on. Ali Devorin,
0: our guest today. Thanks for being on Bad to the Dead.
2: Thanks, guys. My pleasure. This was great.
0: We are Bad to the Dead. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We are Bad to the Dad. Again, social media at Bad to the Dad. That's our Instagram handle, Facebook, forward slash Bad to the Dad, and our website, badtothedad.com. And please email us. Tell us what you're thinking. What do you think of the show? Also, guest suggestions. We're always open for guest suggestions. We know a lot of people, but if you think you would make a good guest or somebody in your network would make a great guest, the email is contact us. At badtothedad.com. Coach, what is it again?
1: Contact us at badtothedad.com. I said contact us at badtothedad.com. I think if we say it enough, people will be compelled just so we stop saying. Well, I want people, and not just guests, I want people to send us challenging questions. I okay. mean, whatever it might be. Oh, ask Coach ask and Ask Coach, I. ask Coach Randy, ask Adam D, what's it like, whatever, do you have your favorite whatever. Give us questions because we're going to create a little section on our show yeah. where we will actually begin reading these emails and giving shout outs.
0: Especially since we promote our guests so far in advance yes. on social media. Yeah. You might have a question for that guest. So, Absolutely. Like, uh, next week's guest is going to be a lawyer. You yes. Know, you might have a, a lawyer. Yael Helpman.
1: And he's he does that long-term. loves oh, long-term, long-term insha- planning. Long-term okay. planning, long-term insurance, yeah. and as a lawyer to think about your long-term. So, uh, Yel Houtman's going to be on next week. Okay. Um, but That's important. We want emails, funny emails. Uh, if you want to go to some kind of grab bag, send us a question, give us your name, we'll give you a shout-out. We want to create a section... Um, of our show for emails, where you send it to contact us at to You
0: don't even have to use your real name, kind of like me at Starbucks. I never use my. my what do you usually use at Starbucks? Oh, so I have a new one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Dom Sfardea.
1: Dom Sfardea, are you, are you
0: familiar with the reference? <laughs> Dom Sfardea. All right, so, so uh, I'm a I'm a, a used plague salesman. Mm-hmm. So Dom Sfardea, for those of you who don't know, you know, on Passover we have the Seder yes. and we go through the ten plagues, it, Tom, and, in, and in Hebrew, Sfardea. Dom and Sfardea, the first two, which are Hebrew for
1: blood mm-hmm. and frogs. Yes. Dom Svardea. I just think it sounds Blood like Fox. a
0: cool name to see on a Starbucks Tom very nice.
1: But I do want to... Yeah, go ahead. No, but speaking of uh, great names on, uh, uh, on coffee bugs at Starbucks, what a great guest today. Ali Devorin. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So we love Ali. Now I want to go find brokers. I want to find the independent brokers. independent that he did. I mean, wow. You, first of all, publicly, you do such a great job with our guests. I mean, every week, walking your dog, and you meet this guy, and of course, I'd imagine his daughter, Charlie, sounds great. Um Uh, Jack. Jack's a good dude. uh, His wife, Reggie. I mean, incredible story. Um, I love what we do here because we meet just dads and you don't know them until you get to talk to them. I go back to what
0: I said in season one. You know, we're very fortunate to live in an area where we have really nice community minded people, but who do interesting things. Yeah. I I just feel and, and other parts of the country may laugh at me, but I always feel like New Jersey is one of the great manufacturers or exporters of fascinating people and some of them are living right next door to us so i just
1: think that's no i mean his story from i mean uh younger and his brother uh with the cancer and for him that's he decides you know what i'm gonna go after my dream and he goes out he gets into nyu uh film school which you know the other the other school in the country is at usc Mm is southern cal uh film school nyu film school is is not easy and he and he played it down uh, you know he's, he's a humble yeah. guy, yeah. Um, but that's that's a big deal, and I love you know we heard some side stories off air uh-huh. in terms of some of the people his classmates who he uh, who he knows uh, and he he name dropped uh, and he wasn't kidding those are real people that he knows oh, yeah. and the, the skill and the, what I love is he was able to acknowledge it just doesn't happen I mean how he said he graduated in '93 mm-hmm. and didn't sell his first script until when. Two thousand two, right? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. So nine, nine years, years later than that, you know. But and he's found a way, and he's he's on AMC. Uh, I could listen to him. I could I, I could talk to him for another hour yeah. and a half. No, I, 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 it's just the kind of guy you'd want in your living room, mm-hmm. just chatting for hours. And he was funny. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's our kind of guy. Uh, he can play along. He knew 100%. a jokes. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. And he writes comedy too. So yeah. Sometimes uh, when we're off air, we'll we'll trade bits. I bet.
1: Yeah. Um, and he's, he was able to catch up uh, a few of our. Uh, our, our, new, our, our nuances in terms of how do we uh, embrace We roll with the bunches. Not all, not all our guests can do that. What a you, fantastic... You what a fantastic... So that's Ellie uh,
0: DeVore, and thank yes. you. Of course, all of our guests get the Bad to the Dead keychain bottle yes. opener, which not only opens doors, but opens bottles and opens hearts and minds. So. Yeah,
1: speaking of which I had mentioned last week, real quick, I know we're at the end of our show. Uh, so I... I was up at I teach at Rutgers University. Yeah, you do, um, Professor Professor, professor Coach uh, Randy at the School of Social Work. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had I, I had a, a bottle. They, they sold me a bottle uh, with a, a cap on it, and I didn't realize until I got back to the car. I'm like, oh man, how am I going to open it? You know what? I don't have to worry. You know why? I have a bad of the dad keychain that allows me to open bottles. It's like your Batman utility belt. So there I was driving. After I panicked, I went huh So I wiggled it under. Open it up, dual purpose, man. All because of our keychain. See, that is a
0: great infomercial. Is that an infomercial yeah. for? Yeah, just yeah. so
1: you know that I was able to use it because we, we of We need
0: to speak that gospel about the keychain worldwide. <laughs> and if you'd like one, um, contact us at badtothedad.com. That is our email. Yeah. Contact us. It's mm-hmm. that simple at badtothedad.com. For three bucks, we'll get you a Bad to the Dad keychain bottle opener, and that $3 will go to a charity, mm-hmm. uh, men's probably a men's health charity. Uh, And and if you have a charity, if you're a dad that, that is involved in a charity, we'd love to hear a little bit more about it on Bad to the Dad. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Dads, have a great week.